Barry Soper, the senior political correspondent of News Talk ZB, is with us. Hi, Barry. Good afternoon, Heather. What do you make of Nationals' alternative to Three Waters? Yeah, just before we start on that, I, I thought I'd uh, mention that uh, Chester Burroughs, of course, a very well-known uh, National Party MP, he died mm. uh, over the past 24 hours, and I've just heard that another very well-known and well-respected uh, Member of Parliament and former Cabinet Minister in the Jim Bolger gov- uh, government, Paul East has passed away and he has been ill for a very long time. So I think that's very sad and my heart goes out to his family. Yeah, thank you, Barry. All right, thanks for, for letting us know. So the Three Waters alternative, what, what do you reckon? Well, you know, the Three Waters, look, let's face it, some councils really like it uh, because they're councils that haven't got their A into G and kept their water services up and Wellington springs to mind on that. Mm. Some hate it. Um I found it interesting that the National Party picked Saturday morning to announce their policy on Three Waters. I would have thought they would have made more of it. Um, and it's it's really hard to see where co-governance uh, comes into it or whether it's there or not. I've talked to uh, National Party people in Wellington today and what they tell me is that, look, uh, when it comes to co-governance, it won't be mandated under National's plan. Uh, it'll be... Um, if for example, Northland would like to um, uh, have some involvement in terms of co-governance, then uh, they will be able to sort out their own arrangements. Uh, councils are being left to their own. Of course, the national, uh, the Labour government is saying uh, this is handing the responsibility back to ratepayers and it's going to cost them a horrendous amount of money uh, to uh, preserve the water. But look, This whole Three Waters thing, Heather, when you look at the uh, structure of it, it's already been put in place. The chief executives of the four uh, bodies that will run it have been appointed, and I find the appointments interesting that, uh, for example, uh, John Lamont, he was previously the chief executive of Water Care uh, here in Auckland, and then you've got uh, um, a chap by the name of Colin Crampton, well, uh, he was um, uh, chief executive of Wellington Water. So you've got the same old, yeah. same old uh, heading up these new water entities. One can only hope that um, when the government does make an announcement, and I've been talking to the government today about it, uh, I think an announcement will be made within two to three weeks. Don't forget Karen McAnulty um, is the minister now in charge that Mahout has been demoted um, he's been very busy with the uh, cyclone. Mm. But, um, you know, they, they have to come up with something that's much more acceptable than what they've announced so far. And uh, the co-governance is the aspect, in, in my mind, that really has had people more it's concerned than anything resistance, else. the greatest resistance, yeah. Hey, um, your comment about the Nats announcing it on a Saturday, it is quite bizarre, isn't it? It's almost as if they're afraid of the reaction that the general public is going to have to their own... That, that they're afraid of their own policies. Well, yes, I, I did find it unusual because, you know, it is a significant policy and it's uh, one area that uh, should have been at the uh, top of the bonfire... Mm when uh, Chris Hipkins announced that uh, he was going you know, going to uh, review it. They're not behaving like they have much confidence in their own In their ideas. own policy, no. Yeah. And that's, that's uh, to me, it's disappointing that they didn't make more of it. Rob Campbell. He's made a lot of it. Has he cooked his goose <laughs> with Chippy? <laughs> well, you know, it's fascinating that Chris Hipkins is not uh, passing a vote of confidence in the man that's mm. heading up Health New Zealand as the chair. Uh, Rob Campbell's a very significant player uh, in uh, this 
particular government policy anyway. And, uh, you know, for him to attack uh, Three Waters in the way he did, to me, is right outside the purview of uh, what his role uh, as a senior um, person in the government system. Uh, the Public Service Commission's Code of Conduct is quite clear. Uh, it said that uh, they must act in a politically impartial manner, irrespective of their own political interests, and they must conduct themselves in a way uh, that enables them to effectively in, uh, work under current and future yes. governments. Now, I think Rob Campbell has cooked his goose when it comes to working under a Luxon government, for example, because he was personally criticised uh, Chris Luxon himself. So, uh, you know... I, I don't know. I mean, he's obviously had a rush of blood to the head. Uh, and uh, I uh, noted that you said earlier that, um, look, uh, Rob Campbell's political background uh, probably leaned more towards Labour than it did to National. It is true. He was a very senior trade unionist uh, in the old days, but that's a long time ago. That has, be 40 has subsequently years ago. gone into business. Though, oh, and he? he's gone into business. He's, uh, you know, you would describe him, I would imagine, as fairly conservative these days. But uh, nevertheless, I think he should have been a little more judicious in the comments that he made. I don't know. He's had a lot of cracks. Them. I mean, if you look back through through things, he says he had a lot of cracks at National, actually, and the yeah. opposition. So I don't know about conservative. Um, well, right. Peter Hughes, uh, the commissioner of the public service, he's got to come out and say something. Has he about said it. anything Not yet? Not yet. No. He loves trying. telling us that the public service is very neutral. That's right. Yes. So I'm looking right. forward to that. Okay, Barry. Listen, we'll have to leave it there very, very quickly. Why don't you just update us on what's going on with the car fleet emissions? The government's not. It does doesn't look like it's going to be emissions-free by, what, 2025? 2000, it's yet another government uh, declaration that will never come off <laughs> when you consider that um, the uh, car fleet has increased by 16% in the past uh, three years and a 1,000 new uh, petrol and diesel cars have been bought and signed off by chief executives in the public service. doesn't look like a commitment to me. Good stuff, Barry. Thank you. Barry Soper, Senior Political Correspondent.